Welcome, everybody, to the Good Improv Show. It's happening right here, right now on gradio.ca. That's Edmonton's best local station. We'd like to thank you all for listening. If you're listening on uh, G Radio or if you're listening on our website, goodimprov.com, welcome, and I hope you are ready for some comedy. We're going to be making some stuff up for you off the top of our heads, and we got a couple suggestions to do that. We've got a lot of suggestions from Twitter. The first one is Nefarious from at Thirsty Journeys. The next one is Scheming from at Rose Stabler. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Rose. I think, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Rose. And the last one we have is Feral. That's from at Everlastin09. We're going to use those suggestions to make some fun sketch comedy. So let's go. (laughs) We've done a lot of bank robberies together. But I think this time is going to be our biggest scheme yet. I've been drawing up some plans for our latest heist. And I think you're going to like what you see. Wow. All right. All right. So here's what we do. We go in the bank with some guns and we take all the money. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 What else? We, we, we go in the bank with some guns. We take all that money. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Every dollar. It just seemed like you described what we do every every time. We go into a bank with guns and we just take the money. That's what made me think of the plan I had, right? We go in the bank. We have our guns, right? Don't forget yeah, that I, crucial nope, aspect. I, I have the gun, yeah. We take all that money away. But is there more money than normal? Is it a bigger bank? I'm, not, I'm wondering where the big heist part comes in. Well, we're going to yell at them real loud, right? I say, hey, give me the money. Like we did last time. Mm-hmm. Okay, understood, understood. Here's what we do, okay? We go in this bank. We got our guns. We take all the money. And then as we're leaving, maybe one of us shoots our gun in the air one Oh, time. now you're talking. Now you're talking. Uh-huh. See, now I'm excited. I mean, we've never shot our guns. Last time, I didn't even have it loaded. I didn't even have it loaded when we went in. I forgot to load it. I realized afterwards, like, I haven't even loaded this thing. But shooting one off. Oh, man, who gets to shoot it off? Who gets to shoot the gun? I mean, it's your plan. I mean, you kind of have dibs, I guess. But I've never really fired it before. I was just going to hold my gun up and go bang okay, real loud I, you know yell what? it. I think that's better. The bank is really echoey. If it's really loud, I might go, and drop my money. And that would look really bad on all of us. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't even know where the trigger is. The round part that comes out of the gun? It looks like a little comma. That's uh, the part you squeeze. Oh, on top, on top of the no, gun. No, on the, on the bottom when you're holding it. You got a handle. You got a little loop? Wait, you hold it by the... I hold it by the handle. Oh, I've been holding it on top. Oh, I'd be using two hands. Oh. It's heavy, you know? I don't want to carry that with one hand. Plus, how are you supposed to show people the gun, right? You show them the gun? Front and back? You yeah, need two hands for that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Show them all angles. I just show them the bottom, and I kind of show them the top, and I show them the front. You know, weirdly enough, they don't seem too concerned until I show them the front part of it. That's when they really seem to do what I say. It just sounds like between the three of us, we're showing them the entire gun, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. The, the people know that we have the guns and that they've seen them from all angles. That's what's important. Oh, and the money. Well, yeah, we got to get the that. The money is very important also, yeah. Should we bring a bag this time? That'd be really convenient because I dropped half of it. I stuffed as much as I could in my mouth, but other than that. That's kind of on me because I didn't say wear pockets. And I didn't yeah, wear pockets yeah. myself, yeah. so I wasn't even leading by example there. I had pockets, but they're really they're tight jeans. It's not a lot fit in there. They look good though. Look Thank great. You. Thank great. You. Thanks so much. I want it to look my best. It's a robbery. I took my mask off so people could really see. 
I want people to remember. I want it to be a positive experience for everybody. You know what? I wondered why you were wearing that mask in the first place. But when you walked in and revealed yourself, yeah. you're just like, whoa, I'm, showman. I understand completely now. I'm, I'm a bit of a drama queen. I will admit it. I'm the first to admit it, okay? Well, I told all the people in the bank where we live, just in case they want to come back and let us know what they thought of the robbery. Feedback's important. Yeah. Okay, so, plan. So I know I got it. We're going to the bank. We got guns. Yeah. We get the money. You yell bang. If I remember to. If you remember to. No pressure. And we bring bags this time to put the money in. Wait a minute, guys, because now I'm thinking, like, for consistency, the last time we robbed a bank, we didn't use the bags. This time we would be using them. kind of our signature. Most of the money gets dropped. Last week, something happened to me. And I just, I don't know if I can go on being a supervillain anymore, okay? You can tell us. We're all supervillains. Yeah, I know, I know. Just spit it out. It's kind of embarrassing. I was at the lake. You know, it was my day off. I was with my family. I was at the lake. We were in a boat. And it doesn't matter how, but the boat got a hole in it. Started to sink in the middle of the lake. My son doesn't know how to swim. I don't know how to swim. My wife doesn't know how to swim. All your layers have been above water. Exactly, for that exact reason. And Superman kind of, well, he kind of swooped down and he saved all three of us. And I shook his hand. We got to talking. And like, he's not all that bad of a guy, you know. I know we've been talking a lot of trash about him and everything. And. This is going to be a problem I just, for us. I, this is going to be a PR nightmare. You got saved? I wasn't wearing my supervillain gear. Did he recognize you? Well, if he did, he didn't say anything well, either out of respect or embarrassment for me. I'm not sure, but... Well, then I don't, I don't see the problem. Just don't let this get out. Well, it just got me thinking, you know, if Superman would swoop down on a lake and just save a family for no reason. We didn't give him anything. We offered him a reward and he didn't take it. Maybe that is a good thing to be in the world where a guy would just swoop in and save you even if you're not a very good guy. No one's. And not even take a reward. No one's saying he isn't a good guy. That's the point. We're doing evil things and he tries to stop us. Okay, I'm glad he saved you and your family. Gladys is really nice. Timothy's really nice. I'm glad he saved you. But at the same time, we have a death ray to construct. You know, we have a a White House to, to ransom. What if we, like, turn the death ray around and made it a life ray or something, you know? Just kind of reverse the crystals. First of all, that's not how science works, okay? There's no such thing as a life ray. That's ridiculous. It would be a life beam. Well, I'm terribly sorry I don't know as much about science as you, Dr. Science. Okay, I'm very sorry. the science guy, all right? You can't just turn a death ray into a life beam, all right? It takes completely different types of crystals. I just can't get over the fact you got saved. You got saved by a superhero. I bet it felt so good you're wanting to get saved again, huh? And again and again and again. I'm not going to make it that way, but if I was, you know, walking by a cliff and there was no railing or anything, maybe Superman would come back and save me. I don't know what he's going to do. This is what I'm talking about. I'll take the position Superman's not such a great guy because he creates a culture like this. Where people want to victimize themselves just so Superman will swoop in and save them. He makes people dependent. Exactly. You guys haven't seen his eyes, okay? So you can't even say. You don't know. When he's swooping in there and you see those eyes, that perfect curl in the front, it's different than when you're just seeing posters or the propaganda material that we create, making Superman look like a demon. He doesn't actually look that way in real life. That's how I see him. If he tried to save me, I'd, I'd just say I'd, I'm going to sink. 
That's yeah. what I thought too. That'd be the principled position to take. Mind you, he'd probably just do it anyway. Are you trying to tell us that Superman saved you once? Are you trying to well, I'm, subtly I'm... say that you were rescued by a superhero in some way? All right, I was... I don't believe this. I was walking downtown and a piano fell from a building and he happened to be there and he zapped the piano and it just became a bunch of cushions. All right, I would have been crushed. I didn't ask him to do it. I didn't even thank him. I didn't even thank him, mainly because he was on his way to somewhere else and just kept going. But, but I didn't ask to be saved, okay? I didn't ask to be not crushed by a piano. This is why this league can never conquer a superhero. It's because of things like this. You guys being saved by superheroes. I was in my lair. The lair was set to self-destruct. I let it explode. I refused to be saved. But you weren't in the lair at the time when it self-destructed. Just your henchman got killed You're there. You're here now, yeah. It was an emotional injury. I could have gone to Superman to hear my thoughts and unload all this survivor's guilt I've been experiencing. But no, I keep that bottle up. Guys, I bought Timothy a Superman poster, okay? What? He's hanged oh, it on no. his wall, all right? Your son has a Superman poster in his room. Gladys, Gladys wants me to quit. She wants me to quit the league. Oh, so you can be rescued by him full time. She says huh? it's it's kind of hypocritical to be wanting to kill Superman when Superman has saved me. And it's really hard to formulate an argument against that. Well, I think we should dissolve this league. Like, I want to dissolve Superman's beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes? Wait a minute. How would you know Superman had beautiful eyes unless you looked in them yourself? I hear things. So does Superman. And you know what he's hearing right now? He's hearing bullshit coming from you. That You've was, been saved too, haven't you? That was, that was really good, by I the way. I was... went back in time to try to kill him when he was a child, but he had such magical eyes, and I raised him as my adopted son. You ra- you You're the one who him? raised you Superman raised all Superman? this time? Yes. Why didn't you raise him not to be Superman then? I tried, but he's too damn good. So you want to dissolve your son? You want to kill your son? If anything, I've made him stronger. That's just a level of evil that I, I'm, I'm shocked by. You raised him, and you still want to kill him? And he constantly rubs it in my face. Will you still talk to him? Yeah, of course I talk to him. I see him at family dinner. Does he know you're a supervillain? Well, yes, we live in the same house. Oh, of course he knows. Oh, live with him? Why didn't you tell us this earlier? This is exactly why you've never invited us back to your home. We've been trying to kill him for years and he's been living with you the whole time? I have 20 things, 20 things back there that could kill Superman at close range right now and he's been living with you the whole time. I don't know who I'm angrier at right now. Just, just, Just myself for not wanting to... Or you for... I am so conflicted. Well, you know what? I'm not conflicted at all. I'm out of this league. I'm done with super villainy. I don't even know if I'm going to be a villain at all anymore. I might just go skip villainy and go right back to being a normal civilian. Oh, all that evil science training for nothing. What will I tell my parents? Well, I never went to school for this. This is just kind of a supposed to be a part-time oh, job. Oh, that's and- why you're not doctor. I have doctor in front of my name. Doctor science. I understand that's more of you a commitment. You go to school for that. I went to school to be an evil doctor. I come to you today with a confession. 
you know, we've been dirty cops for a long time. Well, you guys have been out there taking bribes, shaking down businesses, providing protection for people. Well, you guys have been out there doing all this dirty stuff. I've just been pretending to be dirty, okay? They'll hand me a bribe and I'll, like, make it look like I'm taking it, but really I'll give it right back. Remember when I uh, beat up that suspect the other week? That's uh, Jack. He's an actor friend of mine. We staged that so that you guys would think I was tough. I just want to say, thank God you've come up and said this, because I have a confession to I haven't been doing anything dirty. What? Really? No, I've just been walking my beat. I've been walking my beat and helping people. No, there's no way. I saw you push that man down to his knees and blow his brains out. How did you... That was Mr. Kim from the convenience store down the street. The other day, his, uh, his kid got into a bit of trouble. Uh, his cat got stuck in a tree. I got the cat down for him, you know. Took his daughter to her ballet recital when he had to run the store, you know. Just try to help him out. And so he said, is there anything I could do for you? And I said, well, yeah. I, I, these guys all think I'm dirty. And his kid actually rigged the squib up. He's really talented. He wants to make movies. He wants to be in film. He's, he has a good, bright future ahead of him. I really could introduce kid. him to my friend Jack. You guys, I have a confession to make. You remember when I threw that perp up against the wall so hard that his, his brains burst out of his head? Yeah, that was I, gross. I remember at the time I said, yeah, fuck him up, partner. But inside I was just crying and terrifying. Like, oh my God, how could this happen to a person? I actually had taped a raspberry Bismarck to the back of his head. So you wasted a perfectly good raspberry Bismarck? Yeah, because I wanted you guys to think I was tough. Raspberry Bismarck it's is a raspberry a great Bismarck, dessert. Man. I know. It's really delicious. I feel really bad about it. It seems unforgivable, but it's a that's... safe zone here. It's a safe zone here. We bared our souls. You're bearing yours. It's you know, it's all water under the bridge. Well, what are we gonna tell the sergeant? He thinks we're dirty cops. He's gonna be so disappointed when we walk in there and tell him that we've just been doing normal police stuff. Maybe we don't tell him. Maybe we just keep doing what we're doing, right? And that's how we become dirty cops. Yeah, we're lying. Lying to the sergeant? Yeah. We'll just keep actually doing our job, you know, investigating crimes, helping people that need help. That guys, Showing up at domestic abuse situations. That seems like a really slippery slope, right? Today we're lying. Next thing you know, we're pushing guys up against the wall until their brains blow out the back of their head. It's not a raspberry dessert this time, okay? This time it would be real because that's the path we're putting Only ourselves on. Only if someone on. rats us out for not being dirty cops. It's in my nature to snitch. Sorry, Frank, but I guess we're going to have to kill you. I mean, if, if our secret of not being dirty cops isn't safe with you, then we're going to have to take you for a ride, Frank. That's the only way, only way to do it. I'll kill him. Get over here, Frank. Okay, now. Put this behind your head. Okay, now. Now. Okay, now. Okay, now. Now get down your knees and just, I'm going to shoot guys, the gun beside your Guys, guys, guys. What? Guys, I still want to work on the force, obviously. I'm not going to go with some fake my death scheme with you here, oh, okay? come on. Ruined another Bismarck. I'm okay. so sorry, well, that's, guys. It's okay. It's okay. Where do you even get those? I have a guy. Ah, Aspen, the beautiful mountain town. <sighs> <sighs> yes. That's I'm nice. so glad we came up here. I, um... A little bit confused as to why you two are dressed the way you are. And I see you both have skis with you. Yeah. Yep. I read the pamphlet. It said it's a skier's paradise. So You guys are really kind of embarrassing me here. I was going to bring you into this meeting. 
Which is why I asked you if you guys wanted to go scheming this weekend, but you obviously misheard me. I thought I said skiing. You said scheming? Yeah, scheming. Why do we have to go all the way to Aspen to do this scheming? This is where my gang meets. You want us to join your gang? Maybe we can be like the skiing members of the gang. Well, I just thought we'd have a nice weekend scheming, and I can see where this confusion led well, us I, to. I feel really bad now. I mean, obviously you had plans. The best place to do a scheme is, you know, high up on a mountain. There's not a lot of people. You're there with your thoughts. The best scheming is done at the top of a mountain. Will we have to take the chairlift up to this scheming location? Yeah. So we'll have to buy an all-day skiing pass anyway. Well. How are we going to get back down from great the scheming point. location? I think we should bring our skis so that when we're done scheming, we can get back down. And maybe maybe halfway through scheming, we can ski on down, get a hot chocolate, ride right back up, scheme a little bit more. You know, maybe scheme on the way down, this get another like hot we're chocolate. This do more skiing than scheming this weekend, and this is just not how I thought it was going to turn out. What about the other people in your gang? This confusion has never happened before. This is the first time that somebody has misheard it as skiing. Not once in your entire history of scheming. Did you say, hey, did you want to come to Aspen to do some scheming this weekend? And this mix-up has never happened before. No one has ever accidentally heard skiing in the sentence, hey, do you want to come to Aspen and do some scheming? No, because nobody's never accepted my invitation until you two. So the rest of your gang is just locals of Aspen who already live here? Well, I've made some snowmen up on the mountain. I like to consider them my gang. We're willing to meet you halfway on this, all right? We'll go up there, do some scheming, and then just, you know, we got to get down anyway. We might as well ski down. I thought we could just, you know, walk down the hill. Maybe there will be stairs up there. You know, we'll take a different route. Everybody's always skiing. I mean, you've built snowmen up there, so you clearly know there's no steps up there. Well, I didn't look around the backside of the mountain. How did you get down before? Roll. All right, what kind of stuff do you want to scheme? Well, I thought we could scheme on an idea for a scheme. You don't even have a scheme idea? Let me put my scheme mask on. Hold on. Your scheme mask? Are you sure you read that right in the store when you bought that? I think so. Because that looks a lot like a ski mask. Yeah, a mask you would scheme in, yes. I see that you two also are wearing... Ski masks, yes. What about this? I got a great scheme, huh? We go to one of the most beautiful resorts in North America. We bring our ski equipment with us. We take a chairlift to the top of a mountain, and we ski on down that bad boy, huh? What do you think of that plan, That's boys? That's a pretty good scheme. It's been a tough journey. After being raised by wolves for 18 years and then living with you guys for the past five years, being reintroduced into human society and all that, uh, this is really tough. I've decided that I'm going to go back to being feral again, going back to the woods. What? what? Why would yeah. you want to go back to the woods? You have all the amenities of modern society. Look at the size of that TV. we got a hot tub. Cheeseburgers. I haven't cheese seen a whiz. single wolf in the city. Not even one wolf. I got wolves on the Discovery Channel. You want to watch a show about wolves? If you want to talk about deferalizing wolves, I mean, what you're describing is a dog. Yeah, I don't think there's a way to make a wolf more wolf-like. Yeah. So you guys are saying I'm a dog right now? 
I'm essentially a dog right now. Well, I didn't think of it that way, but now you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, A dog is a species of wolf that has been completely raised by humans. And Okay, well, that makes my decision to go back to the forest even easier then. Do you see many dogs in the woodland? No, but I don't want to see dogs. I want to see wolves. Well, you're a dog now, so... Dog is an embarrassment to wolves. The forest is going to eat you alive. Oh, yeah, you're sure you can survive out there? Yeah, I think I'll do okay. Uh Uh-huh. You've been getting your food from a bowl on the ground here. Where are you going to get your cheesy treats? Yeah, or milk bones. Cheesy treats. I'm sure there'll be a bowl lying around in the forest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. With the cheesy treats inside, you'll just like there to, is around here. You'll have to hunt. You'll have to hunt your food. Yeah, I mean, who's going to take you for a walk when you're in the woods? Yeah. Or bag up your poop? No one. It's going to be sitting there. Nobody to brush your furry hair? You know what else is in the woods? Mr. Squeakins. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Mr. Squeakins isn't in the woods. Squeaky, squeak, squeak. Come on. Squeak, 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 squeak. How dare you? Squeaky, squeak. Mr. Squeakins. How dare you squeak Can't take right Mr. Now. Squeakins to the woods. Squeaky, squeak, 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 squeak. You know what? I bet you he wants to go for a... I, I know I've said it already, but a W-A-L-K. Oh, who wants to go for a W-A-L-K? No, I don't want to go for a walk. Squeaky, squeak, 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 squeak. Do you want Mr. Squeakins? No, I don't want Mr. Squeakins. Oh, all right. Well, I'll just leave him right here. Forget right? him. Who's here? Get him. There's no one here. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I think someone's at the door. Hold on. Just... Yeah, don't let him see your hand. I can see you, oh, and I that? heard you whispering about the hand. Who's at the door, boy? Someone must be here. You know, all that playful fun will be gone if you go back to the woods. Regardless. <laughs> I still think the woods are for me. That's where a wolf belongs. Cut to one month later. The weirdest thing happened the other day. I left Dan's food bowl outside oh it was empty really yeah probably a raccoon because you know i took dan to the vet and had him put down thank you for listening to this episode of the good improv show it's over for today but next saturday we'll be right here on gradio.ca and that is Edmonton's best local station. You can also check out our back episodes on our website, goodimprov.com. Or be like one of the people that sent in a suggestion today, at Thirsty Journeys, at Rose Stabler, and at Everlast09. They gave us the suggestions for this episode. Thank you. If you want to get in on the fun, you can send us a message at Good Improv, any social media. Thanks once again for checking out the show. We hope you liked it. If you did, we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a like, leave a comment, and hit that share button. 